So as we continue to hear uh, from the Lord's Last Supper discourse in the Gospel of John, we hear him as he shares with his apostles that he must depart from them and that he will be leaving them. He promises that he will send to them an advocate, the Holy Spirit, the one who is equal to him and the Father, who is going to come to them so that they will know they will know the truth, and the truth will set them free. My dear brothers and sisters, we possess the Holy Spirit through our baptism. We possess this divine gift of God within our very selves. And so therefore, how do we, do we recognize the presence of God with us? He is not external to us. You know, back in the 90s, there was this popular song that God is watching us from a distance. It's heresy. That is a heretical song, even though it's a pop culture song, and she wasn't trying to sing a religious song. What she was saying was heretical. God does not watch us from a distance. God is not up in heaven, up there, far away from us. We're not deists who believe in the watchmaker God, who God creates us, winds us up, and pushes us on our road, on the road. We believe as, believe as Christians and as disciples of the Lord Jesus that God is with us. He is intimately part of our everyday life. If we can't find God, it's not because he's not there, it's because we're looking for him in all the wrong places. We first and foremost must find him within ourselves. We first and foremost must recognize that he is with us. And if we cannot see him within ourselves, we can never see him in another person. That's the sad reality. And that's the challenge we have in our Christian faith. And that is why at times it is so difficult to live the Christian life, because we cannot believe in our sinfulness that God can be with us or want to be part of us. But that's the miraculous part of God. God's love is not conditional. You know, we have to get this through our heads, these thick skulls of ours. We have this notion that the more I love God, the more God loves me. Wrong. 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 God cannot love us any more than he loves us. God's love is perfect. It is not an imperfect love. It is not a conditional love. You do this for me, I'll do this for you. God's love is a constant. God's love is the one thing that we should hold our hope onto. That is why we, so we refer to the fact that Christ is our hope, because Christ is a living example or the living presence and reminder to us of God's love. Me drawing closer to the Lord, me being more open to the love of God in my life, doesn't change God, it changes me. It enables me to be more who God wants me to be. But God does not love anyone more than another. Now this, this, uh, this often gets into our human weakness and say, well, that's not fair. How can he love an axe-wielding maniac as much as he loves me who tries to be faithful? Well, who knows how, but he does. That's the mystery of God's love. If God ceased to love us, it's not that we would drop dead. We would cease to exist. If God stopped loving us, we would not exist. And so the, the, the Jesus at the Last Supper 
is trying to communicate this to his apostles. He is trying to help them to better understand it. As we know, they weren't on the same page. But luckily, on the Feast of Pentecost, when the Advocate does come to them, he wakes them up to what Jesus was saying. He makes them better connect the dots to what Jesus was trying to communicate to them, to them before he left. And thanks be to God for that, because in doing so, they were able to communicate that and witness that for you and me. And the first reading from the Acts of the Apostles, you know, here again, more of the challenges that Paul and Silas are having. Preaching the good news of salvation isn't a bed of roses. They're not getting a red carpet out before them. This morning, we hear that they were beaten with rods and thrown into prison. But guess what? They were so united with the love of God in their lives that even that could not stop them or prevent them from continuing to proclaim the good news, even to the shedding of their own blood. They were so captivated by the love which God had for them that nothing in this world could prevent them from living in that love. For us as disciples, that is our challenge to be so convinced, to know so clearly, so confidently of the tremendous love that God has for us, and that once doing that, not allowing anything to separate us from that. And so therefore, that is our road to perfection. So let us pray this morning, my dear brothers and sisters, not just for ourselves, but for the whole Christian community, that we will be reimbursed in the love and our knowledge of the love of God, and not only will we know it in our head, but we will know it in our heart. We will feel it, we will believe it, and we will know it. So that we may live the lives the Lord calls us to live. God bless you.